When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. You're listening to the Jersey Cools. Hey, everybody. What's up? Hello. I like it. Yeah, you did get there. It's here. It's going to be different every time. Every time. Every time. Well, welcome back to another episode. Yeah, it feels like it's been forever. I know, and it's only been a couple weeks. It's because we were like doing stuff on it. Like it seemed like oh every my other God, weekend we were doing something on it. That really <laughs> did consume our life for like three months. For straight. the entire summer. Yeah, yeah, between reading the book and having all the episodes, we really did. So we, did, we are happy. to We be were back. like the Losers Club for yeah. the whole summer. <laughs> happy to have an it-free episode. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And I'm also happy to be back though because I missed having an excuse to see you guys every week or two. Yeah, that's the other thing too. We haven't seen each other. I, I think since that recording, so it's been probably a solid month. So we. We are, happy, we are happy to be uh, to be reunited. It's the three of us here. Yeah, I so badly want to say reunited, but I won't. I no, won't. I did, it. but no, I won't. It's late. So I think before we begin our episode, uh, we just want to say happy birthday to us. Yeah. One one whole year. I don't think it's a birthday. I think it's, it's an anniversary. Birthday? It's an anniversary. <laughs> I'll take it. Whatever. We made our, it a year, our, you guys. Our podsiversary. Podsiversary. <laughs> so yeah, Holy no, fuck. it's been it's been one solid year of, of hanging out and, and doing these fun, ghoulish things. And mm-hmm. it's been cool. Thank you to everybody that has been listening from the beginning, yeah, from and, the middle, and thank that you just to, tuned yeah. in last week. It, you know, it's been really awesome. I'm just, I'm just so pumped to be doing some good, hopefully, in the horror community and like having fun and getting, most importantly, getting to hang out with you guys. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's my favorite part, for sure. Yeah. We have met some really, really cool people through doing this, mm-hmm. and it's it's been really fun. We are continuing on to meet more people. We've got some fun and exciting things coming up in this next year. 2018 is going to be it's gonna be the year of the ghouls. It is going to be the year of the ghouls, and I am so, so excited um, to announce that I've actually been chosen to judge 
the Women in Horror Film Festival, you guys. I'm really excited, and I am... I know, thanks, thanks, no, thanks. Um, the people who run it are absolutely amazing, brilliant filmmakers themselves, and it's all about a celebration of everything feminist and everything horror, and I'm so pumped to even be remotely involved in it. So I cannot wait to bring you tons of good information and tons of good stuff from there. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to head down there and that's check what, it that's out. That's October of next year. October, so that's yep, yeah. the first weekend in October of next year, we'll be heading down to Georgia. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, we are going to be, for the first time ever, going to have a booth at Monster Mania. That's in right. Cherry Hill. That's going to be uh, in March. Yep, because we all grows up and we all grows up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Nate's going to have a kissing booth. Five cents. Five cents. 2018 is going to be a big happy year for us. Like I said, a lot of cool upcoming things, you know, on top of our amazing podcast that we will continue to bring you every month. Um, you get to come out and meet us. You get to come out and say hey and uh, hang out with the ghouls in person. Yeah, which is pretty dope. The, the feminist, the fangirl, and the Nate. <laughs> wait which one am i <laughs> um yeah so that's that's exciting anything else coming up uh halloween oh halloween yes what's a halloween you're like i know is that something so you know what let that let's let that be our brilliant segue into tonight's episode. That's right. Where I know that many other horror podcasts are going to utilize this month mm-hmm. uh, to just dive into the best of the best in horror movies. But not us. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be a little bit different tonight. That's right. Because we're going to talk about comedy horror or horror comedy. Or, or comedy that sometimes has a special sometimes kind of scary. Basically... Uh, what we're going to call the intro to horror. Yeah. Yeah, like Horror 101. Pretty much. Movies, right? No, you don't like it. Intro to horror. Horror 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 101, 101. I think, would be a little bit more serious. More like, yeah, Yeah. like Dracula and Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Horror Junior. Yeah. Horror Junior. Horror Junior. Um, I, even though I will, I, I just don't think these movies are horror movies in any way, shape, or form. No, I agree that these are definitely comedies first with a horror element. Yeah. So tonight we'll be talking about three different films. The first one we'll be talking about is Beetlejuice. Right? Beetlejuice? <gasps> oh. Don't, don't do it, you guys. Ah, you said it twice. Just say it once more. Come on. Just say it. Um, and the second one will be The Addams Family, which I'm okay with talking about all of The Addams Family movies. Yeah, I think we can cover one and two. Yeah. What about Debbie? Especially if, if then I can sing, I can rap the MC Hammer. <laughs> oh, no. Why does Lurch like MC Hammer so much? <laughs> Okay. They do what they want to do. If anybody wants my rap career, is just yes. starting. So yeah. you're welcome. Uh, and the final, the final movie movie series Please that we're going to be wrapping up them. with uh, is going to be Ghostbusters. That's right. I got distracted by the yeah. I'm Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So we're going to be talking about Ghostbusters, which arguably could be the only one that has a legitimate run to add. Don't you think? I think Beetlejuice. Yeah, I think Beetlejuice more than I think out of I think out of all three all three of these series. Yeah, Beetlejuice. I think Beetlejuice is the most horror mm-hmm. that we could call we could call it the, the scariest. What's because Tim Burton is like inherently kind of spooky and weird, yeah. you know? Like even like things like Alice in Wonderland and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like his versions are kind of nightmarish yeah. and strange. Alright, so So we wanna start with Beetlejuice? It, I think we start with 
Adam's family, then Ghostbusters and Beetlejuice. So okay. Beetlejuice. That seems like least scary to most scary. To most scary. So does that work? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what in my yeah. yeah. Adam's okay. family, Ghostbusters, yeah. Beetlejuice. Okay. Okay. We're gonna talk about the Adam's family. Yep. Adam's family. Because yeah. Adam's family movie. Yes. All right, so yeah, so let's talk about it because I gotta tell you, in my head, this isn't a horror movie at all. No, no, it's a family. No. I'm gonna throw down the gauntlet that it's a family film. It's it's a comedy that has a lot of dark humor in it, but it's still family friendly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's That's... nothing scary about it. I'm trying to think because in each one of these movies, I mean, like Beetlejuice, kind of over has the overtone of scary, but it's like in each one of these oh. movies. There's one scene that always scared me. Okay. You know, so I'm trying to think if there was like one scene in Adam's family that ever actually scared me. And I don't I don't think well, we were older too, which yeah. probably yeah. But, I mean I was like ten. Yeah, so. I was gonna say there was still watching yeah. it now a yeah, lot of like stuff that 10, went over my head. There was so much stuff that went over my yeah, head. Yeah, by ten I had already seen like Creep Show Two right, the, like I was... the first first two Halloween movies. Like I'd been like this is nothing. This is like a walk in the park at that point. Yeah, this definitely... I don't I don't think there was even like a scary scene or anything like that in this one. No, no. It's more about um, like the juxtaposition of the Adams Family and normal, modern, as of 1991, society. One thing I didn't realize, and I only knew this just by researching, a.k.a. going on to IMDb, is how different... This movie was from the the TV series. Yeah, I I guess like I guess I remember watching the TV series, but like I, on Naked Night. Yeah, like yeah, it was definitely it. was like it was nothing really memorable. But I had read that they actually changed in the in I'm gonna say the original in the television show. Uncle Fester was actually Mortician's brother and not actually an Adams. Where in the movie they made it. Gomez's brother, and they put the whole story behind him. Uh, there was also the, I think the mother in the movies is supposed to be Morticia's mother, but in the television show, I think she was supposed to be Gomez's mother. So they had like little differences. Again, I'm basing this off of IMDb um, because I haven't seen the TV show in probably like 20 years. But, um,. But yeah, I do, I just remember, like, watching it recently and realizing how many jokes went right over my head when I was, like, all the sexual innuendos between Morticia and Gomez, mm -hmm. right over my head. Really? Those weren't subtle, Jackie. Like, he was, like, they were, like, making out most of the time. Well, no, but, like, I, that I get. Like, when she would um, raise like, her eyebrows, like. You know, like, when they'd say something like, you know, I don't know, like, the part when she's being tortured at the end and he's, like, got her all chained up and he's, she's, like, later. And I'm like, what's going to happen later? Like, he's, I like, he's like, oh yeah, he's like, the yeah. hot wax, the chains. And she's like, later, Gomez. Yeah, I'm like, what, what's going to happen? Like, I didn't get, yeah, it went over my head. And I was yeah, like, yeah, for sure. How but, cute is little tiny Christina Ricci, too? Oh, I know. I just want to pinch her little weirdo cheeks. <laughs> I had forgotten that um, Harmony from Buffy the Vampire Slayer was also in the first yes. Adam's family. She was in the second one. I know, she was in the she first one, She was in the first one, she was the Girl Scout. I totally forgot that she was in the first one. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's, yeah. it's for, like, two minutes in the movie. Yeah. Like, it's, like, nothing. I love that they brought her back for the second one. Mm -hmm. I think for me, too, I mean, I think these movies 
these are great. These are great movies. Like even take away the nostalgic, like we watched it when we were, when we were little kids. Even watching it now, these movies are entertaining. But for me personally, um, these movies will always just be so dear to my heart because anybody that knows me and has ever met my brother knows that he is a spitting image of Raul Julia, and he looks exactly like. Gomez Adams. Wow. He does. Like, it's yes. kind of creepy. Like, it's it's actually when my brother was in grade school, um, our principal used to call him Mr. Raul. He did. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Pareka, because he used to call my brother Mr. Raul. How amazing would it be if he was listening? That would be That would awesome. blow my mind. Big ups, big ups to uh, Mr. Pareka. But yeah, so like, that always, like, I just, it endears me even more to these movies, because I look at them, interesting. and I just see my brother. So, it's just, and, uh, I don't know, the what... I see. I'm gonna say that the first one I can take or leave. I love the second one, but the second one's just so funny. Like, there's nothing like it's just oh, yeah. an amazingly funny movie. I think the first one has a little too much product placement. Pervasive <laughs> <laughs> in the first one, a just a teeny bit. Uh, but I mean, it's so good. It's so good. I I still I quote that movie. The second one? No, well, I quote both of them. Uh, I, but like, one of my favorite things is I love quoting Dr. Pendersloss. Because at some points, like, something will happen. And I'm just like, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. Lord, tell it on the mountains. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love her. I'll bring her home to you. I love Dr. Pinderslaw so much. She is my... When she plays, like, her regular, like, evil, like, you know, lone sharky mother, like, she's terrible. But when she is Dr. Pinderslaw, I love, I love displacement. She, yeah, no, you're right. I she is pretty her. funny. Um, I don't... I never watched the other like, the show itself enough, but were they supposed to be really stupid? Like, like, just inept in our modern times? Like, I don't get it. Are they monsters? Also, are they monsters? I don't think, <laughs> I don't think they're monsters. I think they're just, they? like, another, like, like, there's, it's, like, kind of, like, I don't know, like, I think it's supposed to be, like, a Beverly Hillbillies type thing, where it's, like, a fish out of water thing, and they're from some weird, like, you know, Eastern European country, and they have all this... <laughs> I think that's what it's supposed to be like. I think it's supposed to be. <laughs> no, I'm kind of with you. Like, maybe it's not... not like you're from Dreadsylvania. Like, uh, I hello, know. the mamushka. Come on. Uh, Are you serious? To dance the dance of brotherly love? Like, come on. Yeah, but I can't... <laughs> First of all, I love the mamushka. Um, but, like, I, it's not like they're, like, Balki Baltakamu. Like, they're, no, like... No, no, but I see what Nate is they're, saying. They're playing up a specific angle, not necessarily that they're from another country, but they're playing up, like, that, that specific, like, fish-out-of-water angle, and they don't want to do the same thing. It's, it, it's a sitcom. Like, it was trying to recreate the success of something else, you know? Yeah, yeah, maybe, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, like, know. an Adams family. I know. Like, I know. I'm, I'm just, like, I'm just weird, playing like... with the ideas. Like, I don't know what they're supposed to be. I'm going to be fully honest. Yeah. Like, no, I, I've I never like... known if they were monsters. Like, okay, you watch the monsters. You get it. They're monsters. They're monsters. But you watch Adams Family, and you're like, are they just yeah. socially maladjusted? I know, but, or... like, but, like, no one's, like, an actual monster. They're just strange. Like, well, the there's one a got, hand. There's a, there is a hand that walks around. That is weird. That is, that is <laughs> the weirdest thing. Really but like everything else, it's just kind of like all their family members and the people they are like close with. They're just like circus freaks, yeah, like, like conjoined yeah, twins, yeah. people that are really hairy. Yeah. You know, tall Uncle Fester people, could put a light bulb in his mouth, though. Yeah. You know, that could be a circus trick, though. 
I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, I'm, no, I it's just it's, something I've always wondered. Just talking out loud. Yeah. Well, and it's it's uh, along the lines of that. Like when you look at the you know their house, like the set, there there really isn't. You don't see like the modern conveniences. Like they're cooking with a cauldron. It's not until the second one that like you see Debbie watching TV. Like that kind. Like they it doesn't seem like they have a television in the house. They 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 don't have the modern things that. 1991 modern. Anyway. Yeah. And, and the car of, they drive. Yeah. And some of the funniest parts of the movie are when Gomez is all depressed and he's watching <laughs> Sally Je- Jesse Raphael. <laughs> I love that part. And like just eating like crappy junk food. There's one part like when they get kicked out of the house, they're all in the motel room and um, Wednesday is like eating cereal and she takes a bite and she's like, oh, like what is this? What is this crap? Like that's the funny, that's some of the yeah, funniest stuff yeah. in the movie. Like, uh, is it, Thing. Thing is like delivering like packages in an office, like all oh that God. stuff is like is, is some of the funniest stuff in the movie. Yeah, when you put them into our modern situation, I agree. Mm-hmm. I like when Thing is Morse coding with with the cereal, mm-hmm. with the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I um I like that they have a, a fortune. That I don't I, I I like to imagine how they accumulated their wealth. Like, did they play the stock market? Were they... I think that's old money. Is that old money? Old that's money. old money. It's old that money. Old. Okay. It's old money, and that's why everyone's, everyone knows about it, and they're trying to get at it, but I think most people no, leave them alone because they're kind of creeped kind of out creepy. and kind of scared of what they're, they're capable of. Yes. <laughs> and they are mysterious and spooky. Yes, they are. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't resist. Like, I feel like if that ball's lobbed, I'm going to yeah. take it every time. But I think this is one of their rare situations where as, as, it's, it's a really awesome movie. We all love the movie, but sure. collectively... The sequel. Oh my god, is so much better. What about Debbie? <laughs> Debbie makes the movie. And it's yeah. and it's better because it has so more of that more of that so interaction happy. with the modern world. Yeah. The first one oh, is yeah. oh my god, the camp? they kinda are shut off in their mansion yeah. for the first like forty five minutes to an hour of the movie until they're forced out. Mm-hmm. And that's that's you know, when you have all those funny scenes. The second one it's like, let's try and integrate with modern society. Oh, more that's so great. For for Fester's sake. And yeah, that's when all the although the one scene in the first one where they're at the school play and Wednesday and Pugsley are like chopping each other's arms off and spring blood. <laughs> so good. So good. I love no, my favorite is the Thanksgiving feast scene. Mm-hmm. Like besides oh, what yeah. about Debbie, that's my favorite oh, yeah. scene. Yeah, in, in Adam's that. family values, there's just there's so, so many, many good moments. There's just so many good moments. And it's all comedy though. None of it is. Oh yeah. There's there's really nothing. Point. There's yeah. really like I said, it's it's it has the I don't even want to say horror overtones. I guess a theme. You know what? I don't even want to say that it has a horror theme. I would dare say just more of a Halloween theme. Like, that's like one of those Halloween pop-up stores. You know what I mean? Where it's not... It's scary because it's dark and black and Morticia, you know, and Mama is cooking up potions. Like, it has the scary elements. It has all the elements to be scary, but put together with everything within the movie, it's not scary. Yeah. And it's it's a good like the kids will watch it like I go oh, watch absolutely. it with my kids absolutely. and they laugh family and I laugh movie. And, yeah. it's a comedy which I'm always all about a good like yeah. family themed you know but it has the little element movie. of spooky which yeah, kind of feeds our fun. need a little bit yeah. absolutely what's the whistle if you will it does you it know does what I find awesome. most impressive Morticia and Gomez have been married for so long and hot damn is their relationship still passionate 
Like that is that is a marriage I can I should study. Like I my I tip my hat to them. You need to get into bondage. Quick. Apparently, <laughs> that's what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, I mean it's just they are into it still. Mm-hmm. They've been married. It's God just, only knows how long. It's just so often that when baby pubert gets sick, he becomes a blonde a blonde hair blue eyed like happy baby. Wait, his name is pubert. His name is pubert. Yeah, his name is pubert. Jesus, why would you name your kid pubert? Because I mean, they wanted. They wanted, what's, I think the line is like, you know, something that he could live with, you know, because they were like, oh, we went through all the traditional names and we want something that he could live with. Pubert. Pubert. I'm going to name my next you, kid Pubert. You would think that they would have a lot more children now. Yeah, yeah given, you know? I mean, they must have good benefits. <laughs> I just most enjoy that the baby has a mustache. Me yeah. too. The baby, so you're right. <laughs> little Pubert, has a mustache. And actually, um, okay, so the scene at the camp. I gotta think of it. What's his name? You'll Joel, play the victim Joel, all Joel, your life. <laughs> Joel Glicker. Yeah. His parents in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's the director. That's what? That's Barry. Oh my god! That's, that's oh my him. god! That's him. I'm almost about that's him. Oh, he's, he's been Joel in, Glicker's like, he's dad. Is him. him. Yeah. He apparently also made a cameo in the first one. He's the guy on the little train when Gomez is getting all upset and he's playing with his trains. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah, scene yeah. where the guy is on the train and looks up and sees Gomez. Yeah, that's the director. Oh, that's so funny. That's, the director. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, uh, what's her name? Joan, Joan Cusack. Oh my gosh. She's, she's, she's I mean, fantastic. granted, I love her in everything she does. Yeah, but, pretty much. But like, this is just, to me, this is like, her. this is this is the pinnacle of her career. Like this. No. Poor Joan Cusack. Who's either this or uh, 16 Candles. <laughs> Should have quit. Should have quit after she was, yeah. No, I love so her. Do you guys watch Shameless? She's on uh, Shameless. And it's re- she's and really good. No, there is, there's actually, I love it. High Fidelity is one of my favorite yeah, movies, and, she's, and she's really good. And she's in but... School of Rock, and she's done tons yeah. of stuff. She, she, I'm, this is just my favorite. I love her. This, um, I mean that that, that iconic last scene. I yeah. will say that I um, was a theater major in college, and I used the her speech in the last scene. Malibu Barbie. Yeah. I used it for an audition once. I don't even remember what show I was auditioning for, but I I, I like got that, the part. I like that you tell it as Godspell because that just <laughs> makes me laugh. I think about it was Godspell, but Aubrey. Check me on that one because Aubrey directed that, so she's gotta have to. We have Aubrey to blame for that. I think so. <laughs> I think so. But I don't remember. I know it was a lab theater production, and I know I used that monologue. It might have been Godspell. I don't remember, but I know I got the part. I, I do yeah, know that. Nailed much. it. Yeah. yeah. Can you do it for us now? Do you I remember it? I don't you don't remember, remember it. it. I don't remember graceful. it now. Graceful. De- you okay. totally do. You're playing graceful. Delicate. I like with sorry, Debbie. Sorry. No Mercedes this year. Oh, we need to my, set an example. Yeah. Check this. Yeah. No, I my favorite is it. when the grandmother's like, oh, like she like <laughs> feels bad for her. Oh yeah, she's about to murder all of them, and they're so <laughs> like, like, oh, poor Debbie. Poor woman. Yeah, it's hysterical. I just love Don't them so I much. Yearn don't shop. <laughs> um, I also one of my all time favorite lines is when she's like, "I'll play the victim," and she's like, "All your life." Like I just have <laughs> yeah. so many good one liners in that film. There are they. But yeah. anyway, with, with, I digress. With, with, yeah, when when Christina Ricci grows up a little bit and she's now yeah, snarky, she's when, so even more snarky. You didn't think yeah. she could get more, oh, and I she love did her as Wednesday too. It's like the role that chick was born to play too. I gotta she be honest. Did. Like I feel like she didn't have to put on much makeup or work that no. hard. <laughs> To be Wednesday. No, that was fantastic. Yeah. That, there's just, there's really not, I can't think of really anything bad to say. I mean, you suspend your disbelief for like a good time for an hour and a half and. It's fun. It's, it's, it's silly, but it's not too silly that it's distracting. Right. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it takes the source material serious, but not 
too serious. Like, it doesn't try and be perfect. It's like, let's just make a fun movie. Oh, yeah. And it has a good script, and the, the good cinematography actors. is good, because, I mean, it's just Sonnenfeld style. Like, yeah. it's just a fun movie. I couldn't imagine anybody else in those roles. Like, Angelica Houston is yeah, perfect really as good. Morticia. Like, yeah. you were saying, Christina Ricci was born to mm-hmm. play Wednesday. Agreed. You know, everybody was was just cast so perfect. Yeah, I think my only my only thing is that it like if I'm standing in the blockbuster, if I'm filing it at Netflix somewhere, it's it's it has no horror to me. Like to yeah, me, it's not. No, horror. it's it's no. A, um, whereas the comedy. other two, maybe you can make the argument. I'm still up in the air about that, and yeah. I think it's going to bring about some bigger questions. But yeah, this one's just a cute, fun movie for what it is. Yeah, this okay. one's all right. So on to Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. On to Ghostbusters. Yeah, makes which, me feel good. Me too. I'm just going to say it. Makes me feel good. It does. I'm just going to say it right now. Desert Island top five, really? Ghostbusters one oh, and yeah. two. No. Yep. For me, not yeah. not not both. I would just oh, pick no, the first one. I love the second one. I like the second one. Second I, one. Like I, the second one I don't too. think the second one is better. I think I smush them together in my head sometimes. Like, yeah, it's one big story. But no, I, the ghost, the original Ghostbusters is hands down Desert Island all time number one movie ever in my life. Okay, but is it a horror movie? Absolutely not. I call it a comedy. I'll call it a comedy with maybe some. Horror themes because it's ghosts. Okay, so here's the difference between Ghostbusters and Adam's Family. There are moments in that movie which are played like, like that are just scary. It's like they have like things trying to scare you. Like when the gargoyles come to life, like they're not like goofy. Like they do like jokes around them, but like those things are still terrifying. You know, like like. Yeah, but it's not like to me horror comedy is like. Killer clowns from outer space. To me, like a to me, a horror comedy is something like, uh, like I said, Killer Clowns or like Return of the Living Dead, where it's definitively a horror movie, but it's it makes you laugh at yeah. certain points. Like Evil Dead um, Two, Evil Army Dead Two, of right, right, or like um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil yeah. or whatever. Um, but to me, Ghostbusters doesn't make the cut. Like it's it's, it's just not a horror movie. It's definitely more comedy than horror. Absolutely, yeah. it's yeah. definitely more Absolutely. comedy than horror. Yeah. And I agree with you. Like as a kid, dude, it's it scared me. A couple of different yeah, things. Yeah, there's about definitely it scenes. Me. There's definitely scenes in the first one. The second one, <laughs> nothing about the villain in that one is no, scary to me. Scary. He's so funny. You go. Yeah. Vigo the Carpathian. Wait, wait a minute. Isn't he in Adam's family too? Who Vigo? Yeah. Well, Not know. Vigo. The the little oh. guy who plays him. Yeah, he's yeah, in Adam's yeah, yeah, family um, too. Uh, too as the cat counselor. Yeah. yeah. He's the guy from like Ali McBeal. Yeah, he's the cat. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, I love him. Um, yeah, so there you go. Oh my God. Connection. He's, that's I'm, I'm telling you, that is a movie, especially Ghostbusters Two. Is my brother and I will quote that to this day. Like he'll just like walk up to me with a look on his face and be like. You'll be the mother or the ruler of the world. Doesn't that sound nice? Always. Always with that guy. Oh, See, yeah. Oh, that, I, I can take or leave these. I can uh, take or leave it. Now, uh. like I said, Ghostbusters 1. Original Ghostbusters. Number one favorite movie ever. It's, it's I like one it. of the best movies. It's one of the best Love movies. It. I go watch it anytime. Yeah. Yeah. No, and me it, too. It holds up. It holds up. It really holds up. Like... It, it came out in what, like 1984? 84, really? Oh, yep. Wow. It doesn't even feel that And then the, the sequel that was five years later in 1989. That's crazy. Because remember, the end of the world is going to happen on New Year's in 1990. Even with, like, you know, some of the effects are, like, a little dated and stuff, but it seems like... It holds up well, yeah. It, it's, it's, I don't know, it's just... 
Every every scene in that movie is like it's just perfectly constructed, and and that such movie. an awesome cast too. Mm-hmm. Like you got Which so many brilliant. Was not the original cast. No. Mm. Nope. John Candy was supposed to be Venkman. Wow. Eddie Murphy was supposed to be Winston. Uh, John really Belushi was, I think, Dan Aykroyd's role, maybe. Okay. I think Ramus was always going to be Egon. I think. Okay. But yeah, no, John Candy, mm, Eddie Murphy, and John Belushi were uh, like some of the original people cast hmm. in the movie. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, definitely an awesome movie. I'm not. I'm not trying to underplay how how good it is. It's not one of personally. It's not one of my five. I'm bringing to the island. Um, but it's 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 such a good movie, yeah. And I think that there are like for me, what I loved about it was that like this was a movie I showed my kids as like a let's start watching horror movies. And yeah. Even though it's See, about- but, and that's what I like about it is that it's a comedy with ghosts. Yeah, you know, it has all the elements of a horror movie without having to be a horror movie, and it's just a really it's an amazing comedy. There's there's no one moment where I'm like, oh, this is the the scary part. I don't know. When I was little, the librarian in the beginning was the scary part. Yeah, but all it is is wind blowing our hair back. Like, you don't even... Her big open mouth and all them teeth? <laughs> the librarian? The ghost librarian. Not the not the one that, that faints. The ghost I don't librarian. even remember seeing a ghost at the very first scene. Mm-hmm. That's why they go to the New York library, because they go downstairs well, They go the there stacks. later, yeah. They go down in the stacks... And that's when they see her, but not not yeah. the very not the very very beginning. You don't see the ghost at first. It's like the camera is the ghost. Yeah, it's true. Oh yeah, well that's what I mean. I mean when they when they when they go to the library mm-hmm. and they go downstairs and they see the, the the stacks of books that haven't been stacked like that since 1930s Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can. That's a movie that people do not like to watch with me because I'll just sit there and. Um, word for word with the movie. Don't so. you know the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> um, but yeah, when when the the purple ghost goes from like little quiet librarian, yeah, ghost to the to, scary, you know, scary. That yeah, part scared me. Yeah. When I was it's getting us closer to where we're trying to get. Oh, which yes. is like a, a movie that actually seamlessly Absolutely. balances the horror and the yeah, comedy. The 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 terror dogs. Those, terror dogs the, are scary. The terror dogs are pretty scary. Actually, uh, uh, Gozer. Was creepy. I thought Gozer was really creepy. It's because of the voice. And the red eyes. And the red eyes. She got the creepy yeah. red eyes. Even Stay Puft is a little scary when, when he Stay starts getting shot. He gets angry eyebrows. He's adorable. Yeah, he's adorably cute. Um, and I'm going to I'm gonna say it because I, I want to say it because uh, I love the remake. Okay. She said it. <laughs> She's, and now we can move on. <laughs> you guys, see, and I kind of feel like it's wrong to just pretend it doesn't exist. But I'm happy in the world where that doesn't exist. I, have, I, have, I love that you're I happy. Feel like, I feel like there's there's too many remakes. There's too many, like... Reboots. And reboots and remakes and, like, taking old TV show. Like, I feel like we've done that already way too much. So to keep continue, like continuing to do that and then going back and doing things... That were just movies, you know, like 20, 25 years ago. Like, it's like, come on, guys. Yeah. Like, we can do better. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy, you know, to say that I remember reading years ago that, you know, Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis, Ivan Reitman, and Bill Murray had said when they can all agree on a script, then sure, let's do Ghostbusters 3. And they never came to one that all four of them 
really got behind. And then when Harold Ramis passed away, for me, that was, that was the closure. Like, you know what? It goes with him, you know? We don't need it. And I pretend that the new Ghostbusters doesn't exist simply out of, you know, fandom of it's unnecessary. But I will give credit where credit is due for kids like your kids, Riss. You know, yep, here that's are, why it means the here, world to me. Here are four female, you know, yeah, heroes. Amazing. And for so. me, the other thing that I loved about it was the fact that you had, not only did my kids have four nerdy cool, you know, like scientist girls to, to dress up as for Halloween because Ken's was Holtzman for Halloween. But it also, like, to me, it was such a great platform for, for four amazing comedians who I totally love. Like, I really, really love all four of them and all of their work. And um, it's just really cool to see them get, like, a big blockbuster film. And to me, the the biggest hubris we have as, as movie fans and, like, as, as horror fans and everything is to say something like, oh, we, you know, like, this isn't right. Like, I don't know, like, I, I try to be open-minded about that stuff, because, like, it's like the Evil Dead remake. It's a good movie. Like, I, and it pains me to say that, because it's not perfect, and it's, I love the original just as much as the next fangirl, but there's some redeemable things about that movie. I, it, t- it takes a lot for a movie to make me close my eyes and not look, and that film accomplished that. Mm-hmm. So to me, like, I try to keep an open mind, and for me, what means the world to me is that we can live in a world where we can take the Ghostbusters and make them four girls. I, I, I don't want to live in the world where it doesn't exist. I want to live in the world where four girls can be Ghostbusters. Here's my thing. I'm cool with it existing. I'm not going to try and be like, it's terrible for existing. But, like, I mean, it's tr- it's it's feeding off of something that I already, like, it already has a place in my heart. It can't be, like, you can't add to it unless it's, oh, like... Oh, see, I did. I added, like, I feel like it... I don't know it, if it, it can just to kept... Me. And I get it, because I think you guys are a little more hardcore fans of the original than I am. Like, I like the original, but it wasn't huge for me growing up. Um, so maybe that's where, like, I'm not... I, I don't yeah, know that I'm seeing it from that side of things, It's you know? definitely the Ghostbusters aspect more than anything. Yeah. And I'm not going to try and complain, because I like Kristen Wiig and lots of other I things. I know, and Kate McKinnon and is Kate just McKinnon, my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, like, she is the best. And her, her Holtzman, like, her character, if you took her and, like put her in the original like she would just be perfect like she's it's just such a good character it's such a cool funny and like I, I love that one character's a lesbian one character's black one character's you know not the skinny you know like I just love everything about the new one and I'm not saying it's a perfect film because it's not it's a mediocre film as far as like the film itself but what they did to this I think they did it good I think they did it justice I think if I could ever lure the two of you into watching it and stripping away your Ghostbusters like fandom you would be like yeah that was a decent movie it's just, it's impossible. That I know. It's no, impossible. I know. It's been I know. Over, like, You're right. What, 30 years? When we're in the yeah. home and we have nothing so, better to do, like, we make you watch it's, it. Yeah, it's not a reasonable request. Like, I, I can try and keep that stuff at bay, but I've been, it would never I've been watching Ghostbusters for the last 30 years. Like, it's already cemented in my mind. I remember seeing Ghostbusters 2 in the movie theater and my mom fell asleep. <laughs> and I was just That'd like, I, I just, it blew my mind. I'm like, how could, yeah, I remember she fell asleep in the movie theater. Listen, the struggle is real for parents. <laughs> I, 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 I got to be honest with you. It is a rare occasion yeah. where I don't fall asleep in the movies anymore, too. Like, I, I just and, get and, old. And like I said, the, the the sequel does not, you know, surpass the original. But, but to me, good. it's it's literally, it's right yeah. next. Oh, my God. I'm also going to say that I don't think if in in my home there is any other franchise that I have more... 
toys and memorabilia. Like, I have spent more money probably on Ghostbuster items from, you know, Funko Pop Vinyls to the... Funko takes all my money. Oh, Funko has so much of my money. I also, like, I have the the Lego Firehouse. I have the Lego Firehouse. I have the Ecto-1. Like, I think of all the franchises. Like, I have books. I have toys. I have action figures. You know, people, I'm, I'm, I'm the Ghostbusters girl. You are, yeah. uh, A couple of years ago for the 30th anniversary, Krispy Kreme did uh, special Ghostbusters donuts. Please tell me you don't have one of those. No, I don't have one. <laughs> I keep it under my No, I keep but it like, under it my was bed. talked about on Facebook, and I think like no less than seven people tagged me or like oh, put it on yeah. my wall that like yeah. go, you know, so anytime, anytime I see Ghostbusters yeah, stuff, like, I think the of you. moment yeah. that like the all female Ghostbusters thing was announced, like I had a bunch of people like thoughts, what do you yeah. think about it? Like, how do you think? Yeah. Like, I'm just. Oh my people, God, see, and I have all the, yeah, the pe- action pe- figures people, in the girl People, one. like my friends know that like Ghostbusters, like that's my friend franchise like I don't think I've put more money into any other franchise there was nothing about the possibility of a remake that made you excited not even a little bit like I said I was pumped to me the the franchise died with Harold Ramis Mm. I mean and I was okay with that I was perfectly fine with it I I don't feel that I never felt that Ghostbusters 3 needed to happen mm -hmm. like I felt Mm. that at the end of the second one like it's fine did you watch the cartoon I have it. I own the cartoon. Yeah, I, own I have it too. The real Ghostbusters. Yeah, they're... yeah. No, I, I own with the, the like poor Ben's Bill Murray. He's yes, the favorite with Garfield. <laughs> it's yes. the voice of Garfield I, I like with it. with Egon with his big blonde yeah, curl, like, like the weird curl, curl pompadour, like thing. a pompadour. Yeah, I, I like that they had to make it the real Ghostbusters because there's actually already a Ghostbusters cartoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and all the toys. There, there is Aww. a there is a toy store locally to us here, and they have a lot of the old toys that, oh, I just want to spend my entire paycheck and just buy them all again because my brother and I had those toys. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. it was I had those too. 20 some odd years ago and they've all, you know, gone by now. But I I would love to go back and, and buy up so many of those toys. And the same thing, they have Beetlejuice toys there too. I love those Beetlejuice Oh my stores. god, like, I... They're amazing. Every time I... Like, that Beetlejuice cookie jar, I wanted to get you so bad, I could not get the guy below $200, though, no matter how hard I tried. But it was the coolest cookie jar I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but yeah, so, so the, the second one, like I said, like, the, the character Vigo is just <laughs> ridiculous. I love everything about all I the want, characters. Dude, I want that. I need, like, I need, like, a giant life-size Vigo poster in my house. <laughs> I want that. Oh my god. That. No, I do. I would not want that. I'm I scared. No, guys, take me. Take me, Vigo. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'll be, I will be the mother of the ruler of the world. Because, yes, that sounds nice. I love when he steals the baby yes, that out sounds of the nice. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, let me tell you what. I remember years ago, a friend of mine and I had this thought that on February 14th, 2016, we wanted to go to the Holiday Inn in Paramus, New Jersey, because that like, the reference in the beginning of the movie. I don't even know if they really. Oh, that still that's is. the, the yeah, end of the world. The one woman says that you know, so the world's gonna the end. World's gonna end up on Valentine's Day. Bummer. So we're like, dude, we should go there on Valentine's Day, 2016, and just hang out at the Paramus, New Jersey Holiday Inn. Favorite part of that. I don't even know if there is still a holiday in Paramus, New Jersey. It's definitely popping still. But yeah, like that's like I said, that that's another one. Like those, those, both Ghostbusters movies 
You could put them on and I will word for word just lip sync them the entire time. The funniest part of that is that my daughter um, watched it for the first time with me and it was like February 1st of 2016 and she was like, what the? She was like, like legit really freaked out and I had to be like, dude, it's not, it's not true. It's not going to be, the world is not ending in three days. I know it was funny because it was like dead of winter when we watched it. I think it was like a snow day or something and she was so upset. It was so funny Um, and it was sad to think of how like when we when that movie first came out, twenty sixteen seemed an absurdly far time away. Oh yeah, away. of course it did. Um, but yeah, like I said, going back to what I said earlier, I a, a part three never felt necessary to me. Like I was happy with the two. They wrapped it up nicely. The Ghostbusters saved the day. You know, Venkman and Dana live happily ever after with little Oscar. And I'm going to say something you're not going to like. Oh, okay. Venkman's kind of a dick. No, it's true. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's part why it's of, funny. That, that's, no, that's but he's like a, no, but like I I I I know we're like I don't like him at the at the end when it's all said and done. Like I'm not Team Bankman, which is weird. I know. <laughs> I was like, get out. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And I listen. Like I'm all about snark, and I'm, I get his witty, very funny Bill Murray shtick. But like, I don't want Dana to wind up with him. He's a dick. He's a selfish prick. And he, like, like, I don't know. Like, I love all the other Ghostbusters. I think they're good people. I guess, I guess, I, I, guess I never take it out of the context of the movie. I'm like, as soon as the, the movie ends, that's it. The but, like, Vegas is good. Yeah. He's so, just I, fine, so I've right? never been like, oh, that's not son me. of a bitch. I know, not me. See, it bothers me. Now his characters me. are still going, and she's Peter Venko? Yeah. It's like, now he's, like, fucking, she probably marries him, or he probably never commits, and he dicks around on her. And, like, I have those thoughts. It's kind of like what I think about Grandpa Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I think, what a fucking prick, man. The entire time that that family was struggling, he could have gotten out of bed and like fucking. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, and but instead, he fucking sat there and milked that shit. And and while they like starved to death, and the second they get a golden ticket, he's like fucking doing a jig in the, in the middle of the living room. To me, it always bothers me. It this kind of stuff doesn't sit well with me. What happens when the cat? Does he go what? back to bed? What, you, like, what the fuck does he do at the end? Now is, the jig is up, that's Grandpa not, Joe. That's not his fault, though. That's just because Roald Dahl always has to have, like, these depressing, like, family <laughs> situations. Right. He's a prick. So, it's, no, well, I mean, he could not exist, you know? That could be a possibility. Grandpa it's just, Joe's it, a dick. He's, okay, he's a dick. <laughs> Think about it. You're, you're Charlie's father. I don't know his name. Mr. M- Mr. Bucket. Bucket. <laughs> and you're out busting your ass. You get unemployed. Like, you're just trying to bring home cabbage for the soup. You know, like. in your head going like, oh, Mr. Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and you, the second your kid brings home a golden ticket to go to the goddamn factory, suddenly your dad gets out of bed and he's perfectly functional. Well, that I mean, doesn't piss you off a little bit. Well, I mean, it's just for Charlie. It's not for him. He's a dick. I mean, what happens afterwards? He gets back in that bed, most likely. I bet you he doesn't. I bet you now that they live at the factory, he's like fucking walking around micromanaging well, Obalupas all day. <laughs> he's a dick. I don't think so. I think he only goes because the father can't go. The mother can't go. They're both working to try and keep them like from starving to death. They didn't even know that the convenient. possibility of running this factory was on the table. Yeah, no, convenient. I just think Grandma... <laughs> I'm just saying... I don't know. I think also they're not real. So yes, also, <laughs> also the, hell are you, the hell are you guys talking about? What the fuck is the internet? Fictional. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Let's talk about Beetlejuice. <gasps> okay. I let's love talk Beetlejuice about. so much. I do love Beetlejuice. Yeah, I can't. Again, though, not a horror movie. 
We're no, getting, we're getting close. The closest, this one's going to come this the one, closest. Okay, okay. these okay. are all like family comedies. Mm-hmm. This, Above is the, all this is the closest to becoming an actual horror movie out of all of them. Absolutely. Because here you have ghosts and you have monsters and you you have bears beats Battlestar Galactica <laughs> like you have all of the actual like Beetlejuice is scary Beetle- oh, that's part of his I, sh- I, no, I no I'm do, saying that's no, part of his shtick like no. he's <laughs> I would say that Beetlejuice is the scariest family movie ever made that's crazy what's that's scary that is an absurd what's, what's a scarier family scarier movie? Oh, I can movies. name ten. The Witches, Never Ending no. Story, The no. Return of Oz. There are so okay. many movies. Return, Return, Return of Oz. Oz. The Witches is... No, not The Witches. The Witches is scary as fuck. No. I don't care what I mean. The Witches is a little bit scary, but The Witches is not scary. I don't think it's scary. Hocus Pocus wouldn't even do better at being scary than Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice has two moments that are scary. The sandworms and the fucking door with the, the ghosts. What about when the banister turns into a snake and he's got like 18 million inch long bit. teeth? He immediately... What about, what, about when the sh- what, what about when the shrimp grabs everyone's face? No, everybody loves what that. About, that's hilarious. What about when they go into the, 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 the dead people waiting room and everyone's got like no, horrible that's not injuries scary. None of it's scary. Yes, it it's is. fun. When did you see Beetlejuice the first time? How old were you? Uh, well, I don't know, maybe five, six? Oh, she's lying. Yeah, no, she's I agree. Like, that, that's definitely... That's one of the first I movies mean, I saw in the movie the, theater. The Witches... Yeah, The Witches is scary. Return to Oz definitely has scary. Fuck. Not scarier than Beetlejuice. You guys are nuts. Not scary. Return to Oz, Return to Oz nuts. gives it a run for its money, for sure. Especially yeah. that scene where, like, the, the room full of faces. Oh my god, that is my uh, But I mean... Like, fucking Gremlins is scary. And but a family I movie. I don't Gremlins think it's is gr- not a family Gremlins movie. Gremlins is absolutely a family absolutely movie. Absolutely not. Absolutely. You guys I don't are out think of your I don't think it's scarier than Beetlejuice, though. I think Beetlejuice. You know, I'm not saying that it doesn't have its scary moments. I. But that's the whole like that's Beetlejuice. Coraline whole, is scarier to me. That's the whole shtick. Like, like he's scary. Yeah. Like, he's, Beetlejuice is yeah. a scary ghost for hire. He's that's not just, that scary though. Like he's not. Like, he's a, another one who's just a dick. Like, he's not necessarily scary. He's just a shithead of a human being. Oh, he's definitely a not a good guy. But the, again, that's part <laughs> of his whole... He's what, a bio-exorcist. What about, what about the scene where the ghosts, like, are turning to real people, and then they start, like, <gasps> dying? Oh, oh, that scared me. That part is scary. Yeah, there's so that. many scary parts that. in Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice that. scarred me for a long time. I'll give you that, that part, That was one of the first movies I saw in the theater. I used to hide my eyes when Barbara started to really deteriorate like the, to a skeleton. Yeah, and that's her, her eyes. eyes. Oh, yeah. And then, and then. Oh, oh when they held hands. jaw falls off. When, when they yeah, hold, they like pick it up and put it back on. Like it's uh, offset. By, when they it's hold offset hands. It's by the comedy. Their hands are all crinkly and start to disintegrate. Now that's definitely. No, there's so many scary things in so Beetlejuice. When sorry. Gina Davis is in the closet, Man. when Otho and Delia are going that's through, funny. and she rips that's her face scary. off, that's scary. Then she's got the knife and she's got his head. Yeah, she's got Adam's head. There's so many scary. I love that it's, movie. I mean, it's, so it's, it's... Never it's, Ending Story is not scary. Yeah, it's, it's, that was sad. Scary. It's sad when you're a kid, and there's some, like, tense scenes, but it's not, like... Beetlejuice is, like, exists to be scary. Like, the that's movie the or the guy? The, that's the plot of the movie. The, the movie's that's not supposed to be scary. The movie's a comedy. It is a comedy, but it's, it's inches so close to horror. It doesn't get there, though. I don't think it quite gets to horror. I don't know. And I, I do think, think that saying it's the scariest family movie of all time is is, is bold. No, oh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand behind that. It's I'm gonna there. stand behind it's that. Up there. It's I, definitely top I five. Am, 
I'm trying to think of another family movie that is that scary. And I, I'm I can't. Just saying, I can't. Like, I think like, Beetlejuice you is had some one. good examples, but I mean, it's 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 in the realm of like you can argue. None that of them stuff. are as good of movies as Beetlejuice. That's also true. Yeah, that I'll give you. I mean, but like you could argue all of that stuff. Like it's not like it's not so plain. Like like Beetlejuice is up there. It's up there in the pantheon of really scary family movies. I'm sorry, that movie really scared me as a kid. It really yeah. scared me. Even watching it, like times like after that when certain scenes came on like i would fingers in the ears kind of like trying to look away from the screen i only did that with like actual horror movies but it still got me with beetlejuice yeah no and i think this is another movie where just everybody's perfectly cast oh Mm -hmm. my god although i read that adam alec baldwin Mm -hmm. i mean like Hates that he was in Beetlejuice, like, which is crazy because it's probably yeah. one of his best. Things. It really is, but like, I mean, Michael Keaton. It's fine. Oh my like, God. where's his Oscar? Where is his Beetlejuice Oscar? Seriously. <laughs> hey, fine. What is that? <laughs> hey, I've got a um, Like, I don't know. There's just like that one. That's one that's just. Uh, See, one but, of, okay. Here's my argument for when you think of Beetlejuice, right? Like, if you're having, you're gonna think of the funny parts. I know, but it's it's still a family movie first and foremost. Oh yeah. So like, yeah, it's and especially as an adult, like the the scary stuff is completely eclipsed by the hundreds of other scary movies you've seen since then. You're not gonna look at it the same way, but like through like the age appropriate time, that's some of the scariest stuff that you could be watching. The only reason why I I hesitate because the only reason why I'm I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here is that I have a girl a daughter who's afraid of her own goddamn shadow, like legitimately. Fucking chicken. And she'll hear that one day and get mad at me. But, like, like she thinks Goosebumps is too... Like, she's, like, not a horror kid. She laughed her way through Beetlejuice. The only part that wigged her out a little bit was this, the room with the souls. And only because of, like, the theoretical... Where she, like, thought to herself, Oh, my God, could that happen to me? That... But, like, everything else wasn't effective and wasn't scary to an eight-year-old in modern day. And I think it's our nostalgia, the fact that we were... Sorry, the dog's probably on the thing. I think that it's our nostalgia and our, like, love of the, the film and the actors. And, like, Catherine O'Hara, my God, I love her so much in everything she does, you know? Like, I'm not saying it's not a good movie. I'm not trying to take away from it. But if my eight-year-old chicken could watch it and laugh her way through even, like, the banister scene because he immediately makes a joke or, like, there's... Imme- like, I just think that, like, we were scared by when we were little because when we were little it held up. But nowadays kids are just like, that's funny. Well, when did Beetlejuice come out? Ooh, let me check. I have it right here. 88, yeah. So, so we were I, like 7, 8. I saw yeah. it when I was 7 years old. Me too, yeah. But I mean, like... He's such a dirtbag, too. Beetlejuice, no. I love that about him. Beetle breakfast. Beetle orange. orange. That's another one. That's another quotable. And again, oh I'm going to... So I'm going to I'm gonna shout out to Aubrey. <laughs> Deliver me from L.L. Bean. Like, <laughs> hands vermilion. Like, we just, oh that God. was one where we just quoted that movie. I mean, this that's another one. Dude, one we of my original, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to age myself here, but, like, when the internet came out and we all started getting email addresses. When the internet came out. One of my, <laughs> one of my original email addresses was Delia underscore Dietz. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Yes. That was one of my original email Oh, God, email I love Delia. I myself am strange and unusual. Oh, yeah. yeah, we, Dude, we how many of us, that, How many we? of us would have liked to jump... I'm sorry, plummeted off the Winter River Bridge. <laughs> By the time you read this, I will I be gone. I am alone. I am utterly alone. <laughs> I think I think another thing, and I think you're right, that it might not be as scary for modern audiences, but I think that a lot, because of films like Adam's Family and Ghostbusters 
and Gremlins and Beetlejuice, they kind of set a precedent that you can make a family movie and have, like, darker elements in it. So I think that, like, yeah. I think that there are more, um, like, family movies with darker elements. Do they Let still do it, though? Like, do yes, they, they do. I don't, I don't see it anymore. I feel like when we were kids, it was hardcore, and now they're, like, watered down and wusses. Like, my kids are, my, my kids would crap their pants if they watched Gremlins. Like, they wouldn't sleep for a month. Gremlins is pretty terrifying. Gremlins is freaking terrifying, but it's, but I mean, it's how we should have brought that one into this I conversation. But I don't see, I don't see, I, I don't see Gremlins as a family movie, though. Gremlins 2, I definitely see as a family <laughs> Gremlins movie. Gremlins 2. <laughs> but, but the first one, I definitely feel like there's something, it's like, subversive. There's something yeah. subversive. No, it's like a dark comedy, though. There's something, oh, like, yeah. subversive there. Yeah, like, I don't it see knows, that. It knows about, either. like, the ridiculous things it's doing and stuff. Like, it's not, like, it's not purely, like, a family movie. Yeah, and I think you can look at Gremlins, and, I mean, we've talked about Gremlins on this channel before. It was one of yeah, our first YouTube our, videos. Yeah. But, <laughs> that, that <laughs> was kind of fun. That was a very, we lost. We lost the, if you ever, okay, I'm going to have everybody go onto YouTube and watch that Gremlins episode. We are a hot mess. We, A, may Drink. have been drinking a little bit, a little but we bit. also lost, like, the first 20 minutes of the episode, <laughs> so we, and so you get, like, 10 minutes of us randomly talking about the middle of the movie. So My no. favorite part of all of that was the scene we filmed with you at the tree. <laughs> what? Okay, we wanted to kind of, okay, what the, okay, here's the, here, you know what, here's uh, a little hint right jam. For, yeah. What? What we wanted to do was parody Phoebe Cates' speech. You know how she makes that wretched speech about her dad being the scariest thing in the world. So Marissa wanted me to kind of parody it. So I just like no unscripted, like just improved out my hiney. And I started talking about how I don't like Christmas because I don't even remember. I somehow brought like yeah, was I, I was like there was a pimp and he was mm -hmm. in his car and nobody thought to check the car. Yeah. And then he was just in his car the whole time. I don't know. It was, it was just, but it was amazing. But it was like five minutes of just of random. Improms, and yeah. this one's pissing herself behind I did, the camera. Like legitimately, I will yeah. never be able to repeat it. I don't even remember. But yeah. we lost all the footage oh, because we may have been drinking and, and didn't hit heavily. <laughs> But no, but what I was saying about Gremlins is I feel like that's a movie where you can kind of look at it and you could make a comparison. Like what you were saying, like how it's more of a dark comedy. You can make a comparison on like greed or consumerism or something with that movie. Like you could really get intellectual, not intellectual, uh, like you could get kind of on the academic side. You could look at that movie and really pick stuff apart. Beetlejuice is like that too. No, but like Beetlejuice, the main character is like a young teenager slash tween. You know, in Gremlins, who do you have? Uh, Corey, and he's like like he's like an ancillary character. Corey uh, Feldman, mm -hmm. and he's like only the in a bit. It's about like it's about people in high school, people that are like out of high. No, he's out of high school. He's he works in a bank. I'm confused. <laughs> No, I, but I mean, and like, I'm Star Club sober tonight. I might add. No, no, so. no. I'm talking like like family movies. They need more like younger characters because otherwise, kids have no one to connect with. And Gremlins isn't about that. Gremlins is about. I would argue that neither is Beetlejuice. I don't think that what's her face. When it's character. all about Delia. No, she's it's the only about one, the. It's she's about the only them. one. That, yes, she interacts with the ghosts all the time. She's the only one that can see the ghosts. Like, there's other characters in the movie, but it's you, all about her. I don't think so. What? 
Sorry, that was very <laughs> It's okay. I just... No, but you're wrong, but it's okay. <laughs> I just... I To me... Um, first of all, Delia is Catherine O'Hara's character, isn't it? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Lydia. Lydia. Oh, Lydia. Lydia. No, Lydia is Winona Ryder. L- L- right. They both have DNA. Yeah. L- yeah. Lydia is Lydia Winona Ryder. Lydia, to me, is is shares the the protagonist role with the two the couple with yes. uh, what their yeah. faces, and she they are just as important, if not more so, than she is because the whole movie hinges on the idea of like if you want to talk about the academic side of Beetlejuice, it, it hinges on the notion of like life after death and connection in the real world versus connection in the afterworld and all this other stuff. I think it does get really deep, and I think part of what makes it to me not really work as a family film is that like to, like my kids weren't connected to anybody in the film. They didn't think Lydia was. They just thought she was like the weird girl. Like, I think that's more because Tim Burton is a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like they watch they watch Coraline or Edward Scissorhands or Nightmare Before Christmas, and they're they're in. Those they're are examples of dark kids movies that exist now. Right. Especially like Coraline. Coraline super. And Nightmare dark, Before yeah. Christmas, like. I, I don't know. I don't. I I I agree that this is a, a dark family. I, I'll give you family film. I just I don't know that. <laughs> She's necessarily the only, like, the hero of the story. I never said that. Yeah. No. I just said there needs to be, like, a strong, like, child, like, character, you know, to make it approachable. Like, if it's a family movie, like, everyone needs to be able to connect with someone. Everyone needs to, like, have someone be like, okay, like, that's how I, that's how I, like, put myself into this movie and understand it. I, I don't see this, I see this as a comedy, I don't see it as a family film. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just okay. throwing it out there. The only thing that I would say... I think it's hard, too, because, you know... Lots of things back then were rated PG. Yeah. So, like, pretty much you could watch anything. I think Carrie's PG. Oh and there's, like, it's all awesome. sorts of nudity yeah. and stuff in that movie. I mean, I don't know. Not all sorts, but there's definitely nudity You know what, thinking Carrie. about it, like, I don't know. I don't know... I'm I'm a little on the fence with Beetlejuice being family movie simply because it it can be but Beetlejuice himself like the the scene with the whorehouse where he like dances you know the fact that he you know like when we were kids it was totally appropriate I mean the fact that Beetlejuice says fuck you fucking loser no you're working on a professional he kicks the he kicks the house nice fucking tree nice fucking mom nice fucking mom which my daughter thought was the best thing she'd ever heard in her life of course all of us thought it was the best right when we were kids I'm pretty sure I got in trouble at school for repeating nice fucking model that's right doesn't he but call I mean, him it's a also fucking loser about, at one point too? It's no. also like about Lydia like loser. not having like it's kinda of like a Casper type thing where like she doesn't have like she's like the weird loner, like she's getting moved to this new town by her weird like artsy fartsy parents that like don't understand normal people and stuff and she's like she finds solace in these ghosts that live in her house, like they become her friends. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Like part of me I also like just I guess associate this with a family movie. Because it comes, you know, it, it's on ABC Family. Like, I've mm-hmm. seen, like, it comes on, you know, or wait, I think it's called Freeform now or whatever. Ooh. Yeah, I know. But it's like, it, it, that's the kind of movie that's going to be on, like, the random, you know, like, the, they have, like, their 13 Nights of Halloween event or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that, to me, I guess because it's also edited. 
Yeah, but it doesn't need to be yeah, edited yeah. that much. No, not that sure, much. There's, there's, more, there's more scary there's imagery house, in the movie. Oh, agreed. Than, then, than actual, like, you know, inappropriate for kids stuff. Like, there's yeah. a couple parts, like you said, like that whorehouse part and the part where he drops the F-bomb. But, I mean, most of it is just like, uh, like, oh, look at these awful-looking dead people. Yeah. You know, look at these people stretching their faces out and stuff like that, you know? I'm not your coach. <laughs> oh, I love, I love, again, me being like a dumb child and things going over my head with Miss Venezuela. I didn't understand oh, the, the whole, like, if I knew then what I knew now, I wouldn't have had my little accident and she mm-hmm. holds her wrist up. Yeah. I didn't know what that was. Like, I never, I, don't think I, got that I didn't thing, get yeah. that, like, there were slits in her wrist and that she killed herself. Like, that, I'm like, oh, like, I don't, again, like, what, what did she learn? Like, I don't know what she's talking about. What kind of accident? But I know. What did you have? What happened? What, what did, I do think that Beetlejuice um, is different from the other two movies in that it has more of a th- like layering, thematic layering than the other two do too. Like I think it's a little more of a, a, a rich movie mm-hmm. in that way. Okay, you yeah. Know? Like, because uh, I mean, family, Adam's family is Adam's family. And even Ghostbusters is pretty shallow for what it yeah. is, you know. Whereas this movie, like, it's the thinking man's comedy. Like, I, it, it's, it gets deep at certain points mm-hmm. to me. Like there were a couple, there are a couple, and now like it's weird watching it as an adult. I've I feel like I watch it with a different lens now. Now it's just, oh well, yeah, yeah. Our our mortality is more right, like you the, know, the more themes of mortality and, and and the afterlife and it's like I radio and I would like to think when I die that you know I can dance around to Harry oh Belafonte. Like I I, I, would, would, I would so know, badly to be like you know. I want to be a bio exorcist when I grow up. Like. <laughs> Like I just, I just want to dance around to some Harry Belafonte and make other people dance, like make the living kind of jam. Mm-hmm. Which again, you know, I'm the queen of segues because Danny Elfman's soundtrack to that movie. Oh yeah, oh, oh, so good. Seriously, like outside, of, like of of Edward Scissorhands, like those two, those two scores that he wrote, are probably like that's just like <clears throat> porn for my ears. Like I just <laughs> seriously, like I, I'm, I love it. Like. It just makes me mad that I didn't, my mom, when I was little, like, it was like, hey, you want to take piano lessons? It's like, no, no, not at all. Like, if I knew then what I knew now, I'd be like, ma, I want to take cello lessons, and, like, I want to be, like, a violinist, because playing that kind of music, like, I'll listen to that score, and I can just, I, I pick out the strings, and I just listen to the strings, and, like, they, I don't know, there's something about it, it gives me goosebumps. I'm, I'm just, I know that... A lot of people don't like Danny Elfman, and he's like the poor man's, you know. Really? You know, oh, what's his name? Him. John, uh, or no. Who, who, uh, John Williams. Mm-hmm. You know. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Who I, says that? I don't, I, I've just, I've read, you know, they make fun of him on Family Guy, whatever. <laughs> to me, to me, Danny Elfman is, is just one of the best composers I, uh, I, I absolutely adore him. He was very good for a long time. I think he's kind of run out of tricks though but like yeah definitely when i was a kid like that was movie music to me oh. batman Wee's big Wee's big adventure Whoa. oh my god all the music in that movie like, like the whole just... the whole no that is a comedy with a fucked up horror scene if you ask me <laughs> <laughs> fucking large marge will haunt me till oh, my yeah. death <laughs> oh yeah now that is a family but film yeah, with some dark ass shit. Even the part with the little cartoon eyeballs. Oh my god, that part's so scary. <laughs> the, oh, the, the clowns when they're operating on oh the Oh my bike. god, there's yeah. So many, yeah, there's so many scary parts in there. Oh my but god, no, the, yeah, whole, the, whole, 
Danny Elfman, when he Tim Burton thing. collaboration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, was, that's just... awesome. Yeah. Uh, that was amazing. And I'm glad it went yeah. on for as long as, as, long I mean, as it did. But too. I feel like it's a lot less... It's a lot less important now. I feel like Danny Elfman has written all his greatest themes yeah. at this point. And yeah. I also I feel know like, it's sad. You know, but like he's kind of... He I kind still of falls, enjoy the stuff I that do enjoy out. it. Yeah. I feel like he falls back on like like old habits and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, this has worked before. Yeah. Like, you always get the la 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 You always get a chorus of people singing la la's. That's yep. true. Yeah, there's, he's always heavy on the strings. Yeah, but he although did, he did Silver Linings Playbook though, and that was a really good. Score. It's always funny. Like when I couldn't you, even tell you one song from Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, I, I I don't I even liked, remember that there's music in that movie. Oh, there's. I know they see, dance. I like. Um, see, to me, as as crappy as Planet of the Apes was. I really loved the music. The new one? Yeah. No, the no not the one. the Tim Burton. The Tim Burton. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Oh, say hi to your mother for Day. me. Say hi to your dog. Your dog. dog. I like that. I like that. <laughs> say hi to your mother for me. But uh, like, I love that. Like, I don't remember that it one. was it was distinctively Danny Elfman, but at the same time, it wasn't because it was very percussion heavy. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it was very distinctly Danny. I don't know, like. To me, he's just, he's wonderful. Um, I think it was last year, the year before, there was some special on PBS where um, he was with an orchestra and he was playing, you know, songs from all of his his hit movies and he even sang some stuff from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, that's and cool. Yeah, it was, it was a really, it was a really, it was like, you know, Danny Elfman at like the Hollywood Bowl or some shit like that. I don't remember. It's pretty funny. But, uh, but it was, it was, it was such an awesome performance to watch <laughs> and I... I had, I will say, he, you know, it's a little different now, but when I was younger, I had such a crush on Danny Offman. Like, I, I'm into redheads, and yeah, he's I a thought, little ginger nugget. <laughs> I, I thought he was just, he was just so handsome, and then he married, uh, who did he marry? Mm. Bridget Fonda. He no, married, did he really? Uh, yeah, he married Bridget Fonda. Uh, and I was like, oh, my bitch, but that's okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know what he looked like. It was just the music. Like, the music yeah. is I just extremely the glasses nostalgic and hair. for yeah. me. Like, Danny Elfman's music, like, just, it just makes me really well, nostalgic. It makes me you... think of a certain time in my life, because every movie that I love had Danny Elfman yeah. music in it. So I, in many fact, I've watched movies because it had Danny Elfman music. I probably would have skipped Men in Black if I didn't know yeah. Danny Elfman did the music. Chris, have you ever oh. seen The Forbidden Zone? No. No, God. Okay. We'll watch that sometime. Um, that's what just, is it? It's insanity Listen, is what it is. Yeah, so good. So, yeah. So I guess that, that concludes our talk on uh, these movies. My, my question then remains, like, how how does one make a horror comedy then? Like, we're, like, I'd like to follow up this episode one day with doing movies that I feel like actually successfully comedies. I think like when we were talking like conceptualizing this episode like I was thinking it's like when you go you know going back to our Hollywood video days when you go into Hollywood video you know and you're like I want to see Ghostbusters or I want to see Army of Darkness they're going to be in two different sections they're going to be categorized there is comedy horror and then there is horror comedy and while you know the names are very similar they are two different worlds away because it is it's Ghostbusters and Evil Dead 2. Yeah, yeah. And also, you're never going to get, like, a comedy that has strong horror elements because they are opposite ends of the spectrum. They they, they push back against each other, so it's always going to kind of be this middle, like, gray area. Like, you're never going to get something that's, like, super-duper scary and also, like, really funny. Shaun of the Dead. 
It's not super duper scary. Yeah. At all. It's effective horror, though. Is it? I mean, there's a couple parts at the end, but that's once they start stripping away the comedy. They get rid of it at the end. The comedy goes away at the very end. No, it never... It does. I mean, the movie ends with with him making the fart joke. Like, it's... Well, yeah, but... Yeah, but that's, like, post... That's... Like I say, like, in order to do the comedic bits, like, they have to strip away the horror completely. They have to. Like, any part in that movie that's horror is just... It's a horror part in the middle of a comedy movie. It's not, like... Like, a horror movie is, like, it doesn't let go of you. Like, that's the thing. Like, it doesn't... It doesn't stop being a horror movie. So once once you give it that that release of tension, it, it ceases to be a horror movie for that part. I don't know that I agree, but okay. You know, to me, like like horror is horror. I feel like if it's scary, it's scary. But like comedy can be well, I guess horror can be subjective too, because there's certain horror that is gonna scare you more than it scares me. Right. And vice versa. And I guess the, the same can be said for comedy, because there's certain, you know, comedies or comedians that I don't think are funny at all that Clearly, other people do because they're famous comedians that keep making terrible movies. Yep. Um, <clears throat> ben Stiller. Uh, what? <laughs> See? There we go. I don't think Ben Stiller is funny. You're crazy. I am crazy. I'm I guess sure. I have to yeah, put out a, yeah. a blanket <laughs> apology to the two of you for right. for the ter- Chad's terrible idea of watching no. random Amazon movies. Because all month long, we have been watching <laughs> random movies on Amazon, and I'm going to say that 95% oh of the God, time, such they are horrible. I think most of the ones... I think I got lucky compared to YouTube. Most of the ones I've seen have not been, like, unwatchably bad. I had, like, one or two that I'm just like, I don't want to be watching this. This is not entertaining in any way, shape, or form. But I also haven't found anything that I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so glad that we're doing this because I never would have seen this otherwise. Yeah, me too. I'm I've so got one. Absolutely not. The, the, the last one that I posted. Yeah, you liked that one. The Curse of the Faceless Man was, like, a good old-fashioned black-and-white monster movie. Yeah. You know, like, it... I'm that I'm very glad. I'm glad that we did this because now I've seen that movie. Like that's a movie I will absolutely watch again. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm, yeah. I'm jealous. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. That's the I that is the only one. That I've also seen the worst movies I've ever known possibly to be made that I don't understand. How, why? Why is you know? I've never I, thought I, I could be so bored. Yeah. While watching a horror movie, like absolutely. I really. I'm almost like, I, I just, I cringe that there's so many sh- pieces of shit that actually somebody fucking made. Like, and do you find this, that, is it with the horror genre? Like, because I don't see, like, direct-to-video comedies that are this terrible. Like, is it, is it what I mean, is it about? You haven't seen enough direct-to-video comedies. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so thank you so much for coming out tonight. Uh, we want to thank everyone who continues to support us and everyone who is always listening and giving us positive feedback and you know, telling their friends about us. And as always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Please remember to keep watching for the rest of the month of October because we'll be bringing you some more horror movies for better or for worse. Next month, I think we continue our exploration of comedy horror and whether or not it is possible to achieve something that is both. Thanks, as always, for coming out, and have a wonderful night. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.